When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Green Mountain Dental Group. We've had several DNVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years and make them their permanent family dentist. Those listeners have personally reached out and let us know how great their experience was and have thanked us for leading them to such a wonderful practice. There's honestly nothing more rewarding than hearing that from our listeners, so please tell us about your experience if you made the switch. If you don't know, Green Mountain Dental Group is in Lakewood and they're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area, as well as extreme Colorado sports fans just like us. So head on over to Green Mountain Dental Group today and schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam to get yourself a free Sonicare toothbrush. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook and AJ Mumbling. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. Get amazing odds boosts every single day. I don't know who he was making fun of there. Do you want to fight? I don't know. Were you making fun of me? Yeah. Then yeah, let's fight. Okay. Is this fight going to be more or less real than Kubel trying to fight Romanov? <laughs> It'll be more real than the steak dinner that I've been owed for two years. I offered. I said, let's go do a show at a steakhouse. I want to do a show. I just want to eat a steak. All right. Let's go eat a steak then. <laughs> Beef. A, let's do it. Eat a free steak at that. Uh, Dr. Nom, nom, Dubs nom, nom. in the house as the Canadians do lose 4-1 to one to the Avs. Good True. times. Hey, which hat am I wearing? Oh, cool. I had no idea. This game felt pretty, yeah, this is an accident. pretty routine compared to the blowout after blowout after blowout that was November. Or if it wasn't a blowout, it was a 7-5 hockey game. So well, it, was good, it was a good competitive game, and, I mean, you beat a bad team. Yeah. You don't let a bad team use you as a launch pad. Yep. That's what we talked about with the Canucks. You take care of business. You play a pretty close game. And you have a good third period. They checked a lot of boxes that you wanted to see them check tonight in terms of how they actually played. The PK was pretty good. I mean, one one of five is fine, and the one that you give up isn't one that you're really like. I don't know. Shot you from talk, the point goes in. You, you talk live about with all that, the yeah. different ways that you can give up a goal against the Canadiens on a power play. Ben Sherrod shooting from the point would have been pretty low on my list, and yep. moving forward would be a thing that I would continue to take chances with yep well and and keep shooting ben (laughs) and you know bednar gets to look like the yeah like the genius exactly he he goes back to jojo gives up one goal jojo wasn't spectacular but he didn't have to be which goes goes hand in hand with what you were saying team team played way better in front of him and and he played he played way better than he did last night yeah and and he didn't give up anything free he answered when he was called upon and that's all you're asking I, for out of a third goalie. I don't want to take anything away from JoJo, and we'll talk about him more a little bit later in the show. Yeah, we're not uh, taking anything away from no. our king of the game. But I'm, no, it's fine. I'm going to ask the same question I asked with 10 minutes left in the game. The is, answer is completely irrelevant. Is the score any different if you used to stand and then started it's, this it's, hockey it's, game? It's true. It doesn't matter. It's not the world we live in. Doesn't, doesn't matter because... You, I, you could easily sit here and be like, oh, he probably gives up four goals. You could also sit here and be like, no, I think he comes in and slams the door. 
Doesn't make so any. Nobody knows. It was, like a, it was like a half slam as it was tonight. But I will say that well, first, good, that first period, though. Yeah, right? I, I wanted to go back to that because yeah, you said that, and I think yeah, it's a great Jojo point. Yeah, JoJo saw four shots, right? Pretty quiet from a first period as far as having to stop things. But good for JoJo, right? Like yep. It, it after was exactly that what he needed. Yeah, after that schlacking, having that first period where he's like, okay, getting back into it. He started to feel the groove after that. He yeah. made some good stops. He made the stops that he was supposed to. Yeah. He, he had several that were... Like really like, nice. Nothing, nothing highlight really. No, he wasn't no, asked no, no, no. to be special, and he wasn't special. He did the job asked of him. Yep. And to be honest, after the last kind of really roller coaster chaotic week of Avalanche <laughs> goaltending, a boring goalie game. <laughs> seriously, like, seriously. I mean, between between the Ottawa game, which was just a total roller coaster. Yep. And then the skate issues with Kemper. Oh my god. And then and then the giving up early leads and and goalies randomly getting hurt at morning skate and <laughs> whatever the hell jet alexander is yeah, and, yeah you yeah. know like ananin is and goaltender of the month while he's on a cross-country flight <laughs> yeah. to, to to get to the arena intercontinental or not continental, and, like, but intercontinental you know flight, like yeah. he's you're talking about like a dude that uh, a position a position that just had a lot of turmoil in the last two weeks and tonight like we're like we so we talked about in the pregame like it was a Big boy decision from Jared Bednar made the decision none of us would have made. I would have made it. it worked. I made it yesterday. Yeah, he would have would have <laughs> made the decision three of us wouldn't have made, <laughs> and ended up being totally fine. Yeah. And and but also like a good reminder of like when this team plays yeah. to its structure uh, and yeah. plays to its level, it doesn't ask a goaltender to be special, and he wasn't, and it was just. Fine. All right. Well, and, well and, and it's it's sorry. I'll I'll, I'll be quick on this because I already kind of no, forgot half what I was. Keep gonna say. going. I'm just saying we have him as the king of the game. Oh yeah. Should we just so? Yeah. yeah just to make go. it official. Because because he was 19 like 19 saves. I didn't realize that there were. <laughs> it was pretty low event. Yeah. But but honestly, like Oof. like this really was. I I I kind of already started writing a little bit of our uh, game stuff while we were getting everything queued up for the show. And this, I don't think this was a phenomenal bounce-back performance from the Avs. I don't think this was a perfect road game. But it was just a type of game they needed. It was yeah. exactly what you said. It was low event. I, I can think of two stops where I, I thought Johansson was really like, wow, that was, a, that, was a gr that was a really good save that he made. There wasn't anything mind-blowing really anywhere on the ice. It was exactly what they needed, quiet. And there's part of me that, honestly, when you said that, it made me kind of wonder, was was that why they went back to JoJo? Did they say, we've got confidence in him versus this team? And we just need a night where there's not a storyline <laughs> in goal. In goal. And yep. we, make it, we make him king of the game. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> we, can, we can move that storyline up to what's in front of JoJo tonight. Because I do think this is an interesting through line of, was the defense better tonight? Yes. Yes. But also, they weren't facing the Toronto Maple Leafs. Firing in pucks on them either. Yeah. So where do you draw that line of? Well, there's. You don't have to though, because like you like you, this you is played, what you played tonight, right? Like you played to your competition in that you had a poor team, you took advantage of a poor team, you treated them like a poor team, and after tonight's game, they're still a poor team who feels poor about themselves. Mm -hmm. And well, you didn't let them build any kind. You didn't give them any avenue to 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 build confidence against you. You you're, you just took care of business. This is. This is the, exactly the kind of win that you see good teams win. It's a drama list. Take care of business. Get out in front. Do your thing. Yep. Build your lead. Yep. 
stamp out any any potential comeback opportunities and just take care of business. It doesn't need to be we've had such a such a reality TV show drama filled type of year <laughs> that straight up like a nature documentary was in was 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 in order. Like well, we needed some planet earth up in here and this was way more chill than and to give, than than we've seen from them in a long time and they needed that. And to give a little bit of credit to the office. This is a segment out of a back-to-back where Montreal was sitting at home waiting for you yesterday. A, this is a great yeah, point, especially is. with the way that they got their shit kicked right, in right. last night. And, and what you just said about, like, this is what championship-caliber teams do. They got house. Nah, I particularly avoided that, that fucking phrase because I, I hate it. But, but it's a good, it's a good, it's a right, team that, I, it's, a, it's a thing, it's and, a habit of good teams. Right, yeah. I was going to say, championship-caliber, I kind of lump in, like, 10 teams where you say these are the teams that really have the opportunity to do it because you have you lose your goalie yesterday in the middle of the day for no reason you've got yeah some guy playing from U of T warming up with you then you have another goalie show up halfway through the game yeah halfway through the first period and and you just I mean you get housed you and you start pushing back and things pile against you then you gotta get on a probably bus I don't know maybe they fly from Toronto to Montreal yeah, they fly. yeah. Um, you got that little Air Canada yeah 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 they just cruise you know, around the you, world in you get into Montreal late less than 24 hours later after after your first game started you're starting another game there's a storyline and goal going into the game because there's a lot of controversy you feel like you've got to come out and bounce back and play better that's exactly what they did they didn't blow their doors off came out they took care of business and that is exactly the type of thing you want to see from a top tier team well and if you look at that i went back and i was looking at tampa bay for the last two years i wanted to see if they had like a blowout win or loss excuse yeah, me of course they did so against I, phoenix where they lost seven to three i, I was and actually, then they bounced back oh sorry no no no. i interrupted you keep yeah, going yeah yeah no that's all i had <laughs> but, I, but i was that was a point that i was going to bring up i wanted to bring up on a show Go back over any year. Every team that has won the Stanley Cup gets blown out at least once, if not two or three times over the course of a full season. Like, <laughs> Look, if you're going to get blown out, at least get blown out by a good team. At least get blown out like on the road in Toronto where you're like, yeah, all right. With like, your third goalie. That's a bummer, yeah. but yeah. we're going to bin all of this and yeah. just forget about it. And like, look, if that's the low point of your road trip, Seriously. A five-game road trip, then you've done a great job. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just last night was was really disappointing. There was a lot of things that that didn't go well. The game didn't bother me, and this game tonight proved exactly why. It, it the, happens to everyone. The Abs were competitive for at least twenty minutes of that game last night, and you can. Well, the defensive the, zone was just. The, there's so many things that went wrong, but like, it was whatever. Yeah, it, they came out tonight, took care of business. Yeah, I, I think. Not only did they take care of business, they made it feel routine, like they should be doing this every game. It never, the game never felt in question, in jeopardy. Like they, it uh, was two one, and they were just controlling. Yeah, yep. Yep. and you were just like, all right, this is like, this is they're doing, they're taking care of business, and you don't totally trust it because of JoJo and what happened last night. Sure, but and and you just you just never know when you're susceptible to hockey's nonsense, right? Like. <laughs> You're when you're in the eye of that storm, and it's yeah, just right. like ugh. something dumb happens, and yeah. away it goes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Carolina loses tonight three to two in a game that they have fifty shots on goal yeah. <laughs> against a team that just put its goaltender on waivers a week ago. Like, 
weird things happen <laughs> in hockey, right? And so you even you know the bad teams. We always talk the bad teams win thirty games a year, and you know when you're up two one, you're susceptible to something like that happening. Mm-hmm. They got that third goal, and really, just the whole game just geared into. Yeah, all right. Let's just get out of yeah. here. Let's play this smart. Let's play it safe. Let's be. Let's be efficient. Let's not. Let's there, not get hurt. And let's just get out of here. There were two things that I thought the Avs did very well tonight that they didn't do last night. One of them was Johansson. I thought his his putt control was way better tonight than it was last night. Again, like I just said, when they got up three one. There's a couple shots they weren't particularly dangerous. You're not worried about them going in. But he stopped them, and he swallowed them, and he eliminated the chances. With as much as the Avs gave up in front of the net last night, it was nice to see him do that. And it's usually a sign that your goaltender's confident he's in the game. He's settled. Yeah. The, the other thing, and, you know, I, I, I'm Logan O'Connor's, like, number yeah, one fan, obviously. <laughs> but that, that shorthanded goal where he, he wins two separate battles to set up the Val Nachushkin goal. And you just, you didn't see the abs winning races last night. You didn't see them winning puck battles. You didn't see them digging pucks out along the wall. And, and that I just thought really set the tone for, you've got to win those battles in games like this, where you are fighting through it a little bit. Still, you get more injury, bad injury news this morning. You got Curtis McDermott and we've, we've railed on Eric Johnson last night and suddenly he's back in your top four. (laughs) And, and you had a lot of things kind of going against you, and Logan O'Connor just went out it, there and said, hey, this is what we need to do, and I thought they followed suit. It's wild to me how well Logan O'Connor's shorthanded game has translated <laughs> into the NHL. Dude, it's because crazy. Because his first year in the AHL, he, he had like 42 points, I think, that year, and, and genuinely like 15 of them were shorthanded. <laughs> and I was like, well, all right, that's an anomaly. Yeah. We'll never see that happen in the NHL. And now he just goes out here and scores on every 10th penalty kill. Like, and tonight he had two chances, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he probably yeah. should have had another yeah. point. Yeah, that one, if it, didn't, it rolled up on his stick as he was and, trying and to go. And Druin got a, yeah, did get yep, a stick yep, on yep, it. Yep, but he had, yeah. he had a shorthanded breakaway last night. Like, <laughs> yeah. he just, it, it's part of what I love about his game so much again on the Val Nachushkin goal you saw that developing from the neutral zone that gap was just closing 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 and he's just I mentioned it you know Blaze you and I were sitting there watching the game and I said he just tracks pucks so well and he closes gaps so efficiently um what was that at me no oh (laughs) (laughs) uh uh and, and I really did. I just thought that that was one of those things where it was like, that was the perfect goal to break the ice for this team was literally just a hard work, not coming yep. easy, not coming yep. cheap. He went and just, he forced that puck onto his own stick, made a great pass, and then Nuke just keeps chugging <clears throat> along, yeah. dude. It, this, this is the point in the Nuke life cycle where it's the end of his two-week goal scoring spree, and everyone's like, maybe he can just do it now. Maybe he is a 20-goal scorer. <laughs> And I'm just waiting for that cliff to come. but <laughs> So I just want to touch on the PK real quick. Hit it. Uh, because I think it, when you have a game where you only where you give up five power plays sure. to the other team, you spend a lot of time. That's uh, ten minutes yeah, of and, kill. And I just think that there's some funny numbers here. Uh, the Avs PK had 
the scoring chance advantage. Oh my. <laughs> it was probably all on that one penalty kill. Three to two, it wasn't. And Jeez. high danger chances was one to nothing. And obviously the goals were, were one, one to one. one. <laughs> um, with Montreal on the advantage. And the even just shot attempts. Just shot attempts. Montreal did have the advantage, but it was seven to four. All right. So for the record, so, my title for this podcast was the Montreal Canadiens are very bad. So, <laughs> can you that, that can you go back and, and read Nachushkin's <laughs> stat line that you were reading right before we started this? Because this is where I, and not to sound too much like the person who was making fun of, but like, I don't know if the goal scoring keeps up, but but Nichush- he's ridiculously it, effective. It, his yeah. play just seems different. That for me. Do I have no, no, oh, no. I, thought, I, I, was just, were... I was just looking. At, uh, they didn't give Kale that third shot on. No, him. you're lying. I mean, that's. I just was told I lost that bet. Rip. I'm calling DraftKings. <laughs> so, just to satiate some Belson. curiosity here, uh, with Val Nachushkin on the PK, the Avs outshot the Canadians two to nothing. Actual shots on goal. <laughs> Good. And with him on the ice at 5v5, shot attempts were 21 to 5 in favor of Colorado. It was now, all situations, situations was 28 to 7, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, his all situations, his all situations was 27 to 8. <laughs> oh, that's close. Huh? Actual <laughs> shots on goal was 14 to 4. Oh, goals was, goals was 3 to nothing. Well, you said expected this. expected goals for was 2.26 versus 0. 0.25. Oh this is a guy God. that for plays a, for a 90% expected goals for percentage. Scoring chances were 16 to 2 and what? high danger chances were 6 to nothing. What was this his is all Nachushkin, by the way. This yeah. isn't like What was his TOI? 1701. So Per and 60 rates are less than a goal per 60 for Montreal with Nuke on the ice. Dude, so scoring chances, scoring to, he had, he, with Nuke on the ice tonight, in all situations, the, aver, the Avs averaged a scoring chance per minute wow. and only gave up two. Again, this is a guy who was on the ice for all five penalty kills. <laughs> not, the mo- not the most impressive of that stat, but because he was on the ice for the PK, it really is the most impressive yeah, of that stat. Seriously. <laughs> Because Kadri was 18 to 2 in scoring chances, again, at all situations. But Kadri was playing a power play and not a PK. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah. those are tilted in a way that. Matt heads up a little better. It doesn't yeah. feel as good. Yeah. Uh, but just to give you just to give you that idea that the Avs, uh, analytically, the Avs really dominated this. Yeah. And it was Colorado's best players. It was not the case. It was Colorado's top six guys were all. And their top defensemen were all having great games. Um, and then defensively, it this is Jack Johnson's magnus opus of... Oh, boy. This is what you would expect from yep. Jack Johnson. Uh, and Jason Magna managed in oh, five, my God. 554, 5v5 ice time tonight. Jason Magna managed zero shot attempts. Which and had nine is even weirder just considering the fact that for a few... Minutes there, they swapped him and Abe Kubel. 
Magnum was actually yeah. skating on that third line yeah, for well, multiple shifts. When you take a stupid penalty and put a team in a bad position and you don't I play hated that any that better. became a stupid penalty because I really liked it at first. You, I like like, you, know his, I like? you like where his heart is, yeah. and then <laughs> yeah. where you're also like, okay, well, that heart landed him in the box and put yeah. your team down a man. And congrats. when I thought it was matching, I was like, eh, you'll take the well, penalty. Yeah, and then it, it doesn't bother you. And then it panned matching. out and they were shorthanded. I was like, oh, just kidding. I hate that penalty. What an idiot. That's that maybe maybe DraftKings needs to add like a penalty prop for hockey games. That'd be yeah, over under. Yeah, yeah, penalty pimp. minutes yeah, over under. Yeah, uh, hit up DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code games. DNVR when you sign up for a new account right yeah. now. If you use the DNVR code, you bet one dollar on any NFL team to score a point and win, and you get a hundred bucks. So. As long as they win, you get a hundred bucks in free bets. You can use on DraftKings. When you get the hundred bucks, you can bet on whatever you want. You can bet on Nuke to score a hat trick if you're that much of a believer that he's not Stonehands McGee anymore. Uh, Look, he's Clay Hands McGee right now. Until they turn back into stone. Exactly. Yeah. There's always the possibility that they're going to turn back into it. But you got to say they've softened up a little bit. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I, I said my piece on Nuke. He's at the peak of his two week goal I, I agree spree, with you. But... We're, we are we are in lockstep on. <laughs> Where, he's going to do it this time. Where so. hundreds of NHL games have shown what a guy is, and the, the what, 10 of them that go, he's played in so far probably aren't real. Go throw your money in there. I think it was Carolina that ruined everyone's parlays tonight, yeah. right? So, unfortunately, quite a bit of money, came actually, up a little so. bit short. No, but actually, what ruined mine was Washington blowing a lead to Chicago yeah. and losing in a yeah. shootout. I thought you were only doing over-unders parlays. I know. That was what I said. Wow. Degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> I said I, I, I like over-under parlays. You just get to root for goals all night. Yeah, I thought that's I just, what you were doing. So when they when that, that when, when that one started to go up, I was like, oh, you should be, you should be thrilled. Well, they hit that over. <laughs> hit up DraftKings Sportsbook and make better bets than our parlays, I guess. Uh, again, use that DNVR code to get the $1 for $100 in free bets opportunity. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Of course, if you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And then hit up Strava Craft Coffee as well. You can get your CBD-infused coffee that can really help with migraines, aches and pains, joint pain, all of that stuff. And it, it's your morning coffee. It works as, as with that. I don't... How easy are the K cups to actually use, Jesse? I, I've never owned a Keurig. Oh, dude, it's 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 the easiest thing you Simplistic. could ever do in your life, for yeah. real. <laughs> as long as your reservoir is filled up with water, you put the cup in, you close the lid, and there's a big button that glows. It says start. You can't miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my grandma's 93, and she fucking nails it every time she's here. Yeah. All right. So they make it easy for you to get the get the straw. Somebody that you clip need. that and make that an out of context <laughs> yeah. kind of like little snippet. DMVR Avalanche after dark. Yeah. Uh, I won't go there yet. Uh, get 25% off with Strava when you use code DNVR25 on your first purchase. You can also get their subscription service and get 20% off indefinitely. Uh, yeah, be sure to check us out here at DNVR too. You can sign up for a DNVR annual membership right now. You get the uh, free shirt alongside with that and access to all of our super cool content. Highly recommend you, you check it out. We got stuff like power rankings on the reg, a bunch of prospect content with Megan that she's doing. Of course, all of our uh, post-game stuff. Like, Megan will uh, be on the show tomorrow. Yeah, Megan coming on tomorrow. So be sure to tune in for, for an update on everyone's favorite Rambo Santa Claus. <laughs> Hawaii, it sounds way better. Ooh. Colorado owns. Uh, all right. You know what? I will agree with that this year because we haven't got any snow yet. 
Boom. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. We got a couple of super chats we can get to here. Um, Number three. All right. Not too many. Thank you, Chris. I'm curious as to the decision to play JoJo. Was Bednar as opposed to JoJo being a competitor saying beds I want this start? Good bounce back for JoJo. Um, I mean, look, at the end of the day. All right. All right. Enough side chat. Train it in. Oh, you guys are in trouble. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. I'm going to keep talking right here, though, so no one can hear what you're saying. <laughs> are you the one running that Denver snack? Bettner sets the lineup at the end of the day. It's his decision who to put in. But I look, we talked about this a lot on the pregame show. If you really want to know what our thoughts are on it. I don't think any of us I, would you have started Jojo Jesse or did you just think the abs were going to do it? Um, yeah, well, if you were the decision maker, not the one trying to guess their decision. It's it's a tough question because it needs the to more, be a tough question with a quick answer. The, <laughs> <clears throat> the more I thought about it, the more I understood why they didn't pull him yesterday. I guess right. there's my answer. I would have pulled him yesterday for the third, and I would have gone back to him okay. today. Yeah, there you go. All right. Same, same, but different. <laughs> uh, least, it makes more sense than the way they did it. I'll right, it right, down. right. But I also get why they didn't play Ananin. He was probably still getting, like, plane cabin smell off of him <laughs> on the bench. Like, he still smelled like peanuts. Well, let me tell you, when he's the number three next year, what his life is going to be like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do they even have a number two for next year? Do they have a number one for next year? <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, Vaguely Nobody Sober. Nobody signed. Stone Hands McGee is no more. Yeah, we're he's Clay Hands now. We're getting there. If, he's, if he keeps scoring, what comes after Clay? Is that like... See, I, I actually would say he, he does still have Stone Hands because he's just driving these pucks home. Like, he's not doing anything. Well, that's like... He's, he's, <gasps> had, he's had a couple of nice shots, but otherwise, like, he just slaps that one and it, it, it trickles. finds its well, way and, in. And through, even, it trickles through Jake Allen and it's like, look, Even you're, his you're nice shots it. are snapshots that he just kind of, like... Slaps at. Yeah, he's just... He's like... Yeah. You're, you're so not expecting him to shoot up because he's not postured to shoot at all. And he's like chips it right by us. So the stone hands might even be the magic behind I, yeah, all this. I've long been a subscriber to the theory that if I don't know where the shot's going, the goalie doesn't. So it yeah, works. Yeah. All of his yeah, shots no, come from right no out book. in front of him. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> and one more here from Dylan. Thank you very much. Yeah. OMG, Magna on ICF percent was actually zero. Yep. Zero to nine. Yeah. And you know, everybody was, everybody was really mad about Curtis McDermott, and he more or less broke even. Yep. It was like it was like 10, 10 4 and eleven against and like in a super these last shots role, and scoring yeah. chances and everything are it's negative but it's only by one and so you're just like keep in mind con fine. context so matters with this next statement but I thought tonight and Nashville were McDerm- McDermott's two best games agreed like he didn't do anything he didn't actively murder the team right 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 <laughs> um, there was one play where. He tried to get after somebody after kind of laying a, a questionable hit. That dude took right off to the bench, and I was like, well, did his job a little bit, I guess. He scared someone off. Yeah, Montreal's full of little dudes that are just, <laughs> just <laughs> fake tough guys, like, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even say I, that. They're just, not, yeah, they're not yeah, tough just, guys. Yeah, just guys who are like, that's not how I – that's not clean living. Nick Suzuki rolls up on him and is like, okay, I'm yeah. going to go now. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to fight that dude. Like, right. Like, like, in he that struggles to transition from backward skating to forward skating, but so I'm not throwing hands with him. That's, that's, that's how you have to throw hands. He's got to, you got to make him move. Yeah. Hang on. Get him we, on the move. We got a super sticker here from Sasha. All right. Pear character punching the air with a fist and bump written on his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> what? What just happened? So there are That's super so stickers that people can send instead of super chats, and they show up on here as the description of the super sticker instead of us being able to see the sticker itself. And I long ago oh, made Rudo promise that awesome. when those popped up, he had to do them in a dramatic reading voice. That's, that's really funny. Yeah. So it's so, kind of like so that's what happened. It's like when you're in a group chat with iPhones and Androids, and instead of yeah. like little things the, showing up on the message, you said, <laughs> the message. Like yeah, yeah. So and so laughed at a message. It's great because I'm one of the only Android users in our whole company. Yeah, so I got that. I got kicked out of a couple of group chats. <laughs> My because there were so many like love this, love yeah. that, love, and it and it shows up, and I'm always like, gotcha suckers. <laughs> there, uh, I used to work with this dude who he didn't. He was a little bit older, and he didn't get that that was something automated the phone was doing. Uh, thought people were actually typing. So every that now and then, he would message. he would put in there like, "Love, uh, you know, Dave loves a mess, you know, loves this message." <laughs> like a word would be misspelled, oh, so you know that he typed it out, and it's like, "Oh God!" Uh, I, he's just uh, like, "I so want to fit in." Yeah, yeah. So, so and so laughed at a message was my favorite. He would do it all the time, and it cracked me up. Cracked me up every time. That's great, and you never told him, right? No, no, because yeah, why would you tell not. him? Why yeah. would you embarrass the guy? He thought he thinks he's like in on like a a youngster's trend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ, so good. AJ loved that message. But do it right now. Someone doing someone doing care right now. All right, interesting. Uh, Blaze, I'm gonna I'm gonna go way too aggressive, way more aggressive than I should. I'm shocked. Kale McCarr. Great goal scorer or greatest goal scorer? Uh, let's go with great, not great. All right, what yet. about defensemen? Greatest. Yeah, what, what about them? Greatest defenseman goal scorer? I mean, I know Bobby Orr couldn't even carry his skates to the rink for him. <laughs> <laughs> being dead serious. Who? Bobby Orr. Never heard of him. Oh, goodness. All right. Anyways, going uh, back to this. AJ plays is in the same wavelength right now. Let's just keep it going. He plays in juniors, actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is he in the dub? I think so. I forget which league he's in. I mean, That's I think a... it's too early to tell right now. The trend that he's on, definitely yes. <laughs> it, I mean, how, how are you going to not say it? Yeah. The, the way that he's producing. It, what I, I'm sure some of these defenses have scored more goals, but the last time I looked at the chart, Kale McCarr by himself is outscoring like half the team's <laughs> yeah. entire defenses in the league right yeah. now. So, are, are you talking about purely just like goal scoring ability, or just like putting up the points? Because I mean, both kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right now he's on pace to be the NHL's first 30 goal scoring defenseman since Mike Green. Yep, which happened in like 2008. Yeah. So, <laughs> have you not? It's not. Or I think uh, Brent Burns might have actually done it once. I know he that got. Sounds to, right. But he, I know Brent Burns got to 29. Don't know if he got that. Yeah, 30 I don't know there. if he actually broke 30. But so he's uh, the point is point is is that there defenseman scoring 30 goals is a thing that in any era outside of the 80s is a is the thing that just doesn't really exist. I mean, if you want to have fun with numbers, Kale McCarr's on a 40-goal pace. Yeah, I mean... 
I know it's not sustainable, yeah. but come 29 on. 29 for Brent Burns. He has not hit 30. Wow. He had 27 Oof. and 29 in back-to-back I that years. Was, I thought that was correct. 15, but... 16, and 16, 17. He had 27 and 29 goals. Yeah, and so Mike, I think it's Mike Green and, like, I know Dion Phaneuf had, like, one year where it was, like, <laughs> Wasn't it, like, his, like, second it was year or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was he was, like, way more offensive the big in his thing, early days. The big yeah. thing about early career Dion Phaneuf is that he he laid people out and then clapped bombs. Yeah. And it was, yeah. like, oh, my God, this guy's the future. And then he frosted his tips and was never the same. <laughs> <laughs> never the same. But that's what did it in, man. Uh, <laughs> that's... But... So, Seventeen thirty goal scoring defenseman in NHL history. Yeah. So, so like I said, just just not there. a thing that happens yeah. very often. And I'm like, legitimately, how many of those were Bobby Orr, or Paul Coffey, or Ray Bork oh yeah, oh, actually, so Ray, I'm Ray, sorry, Ray, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So keep going. I'll I'll answer the question. They're multiple of from one guy. Yeah. yeah. But the way that Kale moves and carries the puck, yeah, it's, and it's very it is, different than the clap oh bomb type. Yeah. You want to? You want Wrist shot is unreal too. Fans always want to bet on Kale McCarr's shooting percentage. Because I remember his rookie year, he shot 10%, and somebody was like, I was like, it's pretty high for a defenseman. Yep. They were like, it's not that high. Guys shoot 11% all the time. And I'm like, yeah, dudes who play it forward. <laughs> dudes, nine, who, dudes who play on defense don't do it very often. Nine defensemen have scored 30 goals 17 times. That makes sense. Got yeah. it. Nine guys so for Kale 17, would be the 10th 30 goals. He made it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, so like uh, I said, doesn't happen often, and it really doesn't happen from very, very so, many guys. So seriously, Mike Green was the last one with 31 in 2008-2009, and before that, 92-93 was the last time it happened. And that was a dude that played for the Kings? Can you get there? I don't know. Can you get to the name? Uh, No, because I, I remember, is it the Kings? It or was not. it? Or it was it? Not. Or was it Kevin Hatcher? <laughs> <laughs> it was Kevin Unreal. Hatcher in 1992-1993. Was the last person to do it before Mike Green in 2009. So, I believe so. Okay, so let's tie this back into the Avs defense. Obviously, yes. Kale's leading the way there, but we Sorry. saw a more complete effort from the Avs defense. No, yeah. on the whole tonight. Uh -oh, Washington. He missed one. With Washington. Oh, cool. Um, not, we talked about EJ needing to play better. He was better tonight. Not going to say he was perfect, but he didn't make Man. catastrophic error after catastrophic error. I just, I, I fully agree with every word you said. I don't know what he's doing on those PKs, though. He's floating out high like crazy. Like, he literally, like, he honestly looks like he's almost... Losing his spacing on the rink a little bit because it's like, homie, you're standing above the circle maybe, right now. Maybe it was not your guy. I should do like a breakdown of the FPK. This we year, really need to do a weird. video breakdown it's because super duper weird. The, the it's the first it's the first time that I've ever watched a team's PK system and gone, okay, this doesn't look anything <laughs> like what any other club in the <laughs> NHL is running. Yeah. The ads have a PK system completely unto their own uh, that they and and when it works. It makes total sense, but when it doesn't work, you're like, what in the, what is happening here? And like tonight they give up a goal on the power play and it was like, we've talked about it. It was like a cheap, kind of a cheap one where you're like, I'll let Ben Sherratt take yeah. that shot mm -hmm. all day long over yeah. them moving the puck to anybody dangerous. Like Ben Sherratt on their second power play unit firing bombs from the point is like, yeah, I'm all about that. So I, you know, the, but but their PK, their actual system, like the way that that thing is designed and the way that they rotate and the way that they 
the way that they are working to keep pucks on the wall and out high is just it's a really interesting little shell game that they play because their forwards don't rotate the way that you think they're going to you think that they're gonna oh this guy's here so this guy goes here and instead the defenseman goes there and the forward goes there and that guy and you're like what the hell's happening right now and then when it works you're like oh my god this is brilliant and then when it doesn't you're like well, that's what happens when you don't cover the guy in the middle yeah, of the ice, yeah, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's you know, it's 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 an interesting system that I think probably requires a higher level of execution than your average PK. And it's why I think guys like Jost and Nachushkin and O'Connor are really, really good on it. And why Darren Helm looks a little <laughs> lost. Because it's three guys who are really, really smart hockey yeah. players. Yeah. Who understand how the ice is rotating and where they're supposed to be going. How they're attacking the space that they're supposed to be filling in. And the defensemen are kind of just chilling. They they, they do don't, seem to kind like, of pile on up on either they side kinda, of the net. They kind of they play like a old school, like a basketball zone defense. Yeah. Where they're told, like, I you, you take this spot on the ice... Anything within five feet of you, you kind of just wave a stick at or lay down and block a shot. All right, you do the same thing on the other side, and then that's like the defensive responsibilities, whereas the forwards rotate in such an interesting way that it's like... Because if you watch other how other teams do it, everybody kind of plays... Uh, a boxy... Yeah, like a system, a system that you could... You could have, oh, I've never watched the Panthers PK system. You'd have a pretty good idea of what they're going to do and how they rotate yeah. just from watching hockey. And then you watch the abs and you're like, what? <laughs> What's happening? Well, and, and like then you watch Montreal who just plays this like hyper aggressive. Yeah, they yeah. make you beat them. Yeah, yeah. You There's know. a lot of teams that have played the abs mm-hmm. against the abs yep, specifically. specifically. And, because and they've we'll struggled. say. Well, and like they're like, hey, we don't. If you give Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon and Miko Ranton in time, yeah, those they guys can, are gonna, well, those guys are gonna screw you. Around, I mean, it's yeah. a we'll high... take our chances with entries and things like yeah. that, yeah. than giving these guys time and space. So they're just like, look, make a great play and beat us. Yeah. Well, and and it is high risk. Yeah. They, high risk, high reward. It, all, yeah. it also encourages Absolutely. the defenseman to shoot the puck. What yeah. every defenseman in the world gets told: if you're not sure, just fire it deep into the zone, and. Having the defenseman shoot the puck, even if it is Kale McCarr, you want him shooting or you want Nathan McKinnon shooting? Mass I honestly don't know there. at this point. Uh, but no, well, the, and that's the thing. The answer is yes. <laughs> right. For the Avs, yes. For other teams, they got to make a little bit of a choice. And the other thing, too, with playing that type of aggressive penalty kill, is especially against a team like the Avs who are struggling to get the zone just in general right now, when you are forcing them to play uncomfortable, force them to have to reset over and over and over again, suddenly yeah. you look up in that first unit that is that has so many weapons, you're 90 it's, seconds in and they haven't yeah. even established it, zone time. And it's yeah. like... It's kind of like when you're struggling to get into the erogenous zone. I knew this is where... <laughs> Manscaped has so many weapons. It's not... You know, you, know I figured, you know how I figured it out? His face changes. Yeah. <laughs> Use, he gets the glint in his eye. <laughs> Use code DNVR to get 20% off the Perfect Package 4.0. You can get free shipping as well when you go over to manscaped.com and use that. Uh, they got a bunch of great tools, though, for real. Not just for your junk, but you can get their uh, trimmer for your beard, your nose hairs. You can get their uh, body wash. That's the right word. Yep. Uh, conditioner and shampoo, too. My wife loves the smell of it, so it works. That's all I got to say. Get yourself some Manscaped. Uh, and then... 
Bruno loves those three-day breaks. <laughs> I love how you stopped even trying to like be subtle about it. You're just like, nope. Why? Just what? Why be subtle about it? Like know. three months ago, I ran out of good ones. Uh, like I couldn't come up with any good ones, so I just said, "Shave your balls." Yeah, well, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> uh, hit up a local company too with Snooze Sleep. They have their new four-in-one mattress. You can get firm, soft, hot, cold. Flip the mattress for firm or soft. Flip the uh, mattress cover for hot or cold. Up to a ten-degree difference. So whichever way you like to sleep, they have you covered too. Uh, huh? They, they made fun of me when I said hard or soft. I, know, I said I'm glad that he went away from hard or soft, and now he's using tech industry Firm. terms. Yeah. Firmness. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Hit up Snooze Sleep. They're local to Colorado. They'll ship the bed right to you. They have a, a try it before you buy period. Well, you have to buy it, but they have a test period too. So if it doesn't work out for you, you can always return the bed if the sleep isn't going your way. Uh Last but certainly not least, hit up Chevalier Mortgage. Both Mike and Virginia have been doing it here in Colorado for a very, very long time. Buying a house kind of ridiculous right now. Uh, the, and the good thing about Mike and Virginia is they will get you into what? No, I was agreeing with you. Okay. The market's all kinds of bonkers. I hate banks, chat. Because they are... Oh, God, here we go with this liberal scum uh, trash again. No, but, like... <laughs> Lefty nonsense talking points. No! Genuinely, the reason you need someone like Mike in Virginia is because banks will just straight up set you up with a predatory loan for, like, horrible interest rates and all sorts of terrible stuff. So... Here it comes. No, that's all. Capitalist hellscape. Oh, well, <laughs> if you want to go to, uh, But Mike is a certified financial planner, so he can actually look at all that I stuff. Get to this read first. He can yeah. look at your money and see what is the right home loan for you. They got it covered top to bottom. Uh, you can check them out at dnvrmortgage.com where you can get a free consultation and also a chance to win some free DNVR swag. So check that out. Uh, you can also call Virginia directly at a number that exists that I definitely know off the top of my head and I'm not I'm just impressed by how much of this you do off the top of your head and make sure like on the right days and all that 303-257-657 I used to not know and then we started doing all of our shows like in studio and it's like gotta just memorize the stuff that we need I guess uh, 303-257-6578 or dnvrmortgage.com Michael Chevalier NMLS 1931006 Virginia Chevalier NMLS 1910 1910631 we got there alright uh, yeah if you haven't come down to the bar yet by the way you gotta do it come check it's us out crowd tonight. I, I saw um, I, I made a deal with myself and I haven't told anyone this yet but I promised anyone whose Spotify wrapped has over 10,000 minutes of the DNVR Avalanche podcast listened to, come down to the bar for a night and I will buy you your beers. So, if you're a diehard listener, I got you. A lot of you aren't local, so it's going to be hard for you to get here. But <laughs> we, should, we should have anybody that had over 10,000 minutes listened to and comes down and proves it. They should, they should get to watch the pod live. If they want to. Yeah, if they want to, I'm down. I'll That's take cool. away from their listens for next year, though. Yeah. Yeah, then you have to re-listen to it. <laughs> then you don't get free drinks from yeah, Bruno. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. such, a, <laughs> such a problematic thing. could put the headphones in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
So anyway, come down to the bar. Also, you know, it's kind of a great place to watch a hockey game. We got good vibes going out on here. So Food's so good, too. Yeah, the food is delicious. Oh. I could even eat a little bit of it, even with my uh, my wisdom teeth out. It was pretty uh, pretty light chewing. We'll put it that way. But A lot of just mashing in yeah, against the roof of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Uh, all right. Andre Burakovsky scores a goal. He scores a hockey goal. It was not particularly pretty. Least least pretty Burakovsky goal of his Colorado tenure? I probably, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> but it went in the net, which required him to shoot the puck on the net. So, improvements? He was pretty close, wasn't he? He was, like, nearly in the crease, I yeah, think. Yeah, so, I mean, hard to miss that one. <laughs> Backhand chip. Well, yeah. <laughs> but... You know, he, AJ and I were kind of talking before the show, and it was like, Berkey needs to get one pretty soon here. This is the abridged, clean, adult, uh, uh, very YouTube-friendly version <laughs> yep, of that Yep, and we're keeping it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had that conversation. Yep. So it, it's just a, a situation. I, we kind of talked about this before. With every goal scorer or three-point shooter in the NBA or, or anything of that, you hit a breaking point where it's like, yes, this guy needs to shoot his way out of this problem. But if that problem starts stretching 10, 15 games and yeah. he's still not scoring, then you have to start having hard conversations. Well, when well, you look at his last three goals and two of them are greasy goals yep. around the net. And then one of them was, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember it was either into an empty net or it was just like, okay, wide whatever. open, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like a Berkey type goal. So it's been a while since we've seen like a, one of the highlights, you know. The him. backhand one yeah. is the yeah. Last yeah. Oh, it was the I remember what it was. It was the goal against uh, Grubauer, where I was just I was on the watch along. I was like, just throw it on. Oh, net. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and it and it just gets through him uh, because it just wasn't it wasn't yeah. a great shot. Right. It was just like wow. what's so funny to me about Burakovsky is is a guy with his skill set is normally the type of person that you would almost have to when when they go through a slump like this. Usually those types of players do nothing but try to shoot their way out of it, and they can yeah. end up making other mistakes because they're trying to force one to go in. He is the exact opposite. He's like, oh, it's not going well for me, so I'll just never shoot again. <laughs> well, he's missed the net well, a that, ton that's, lately, yeah. and then after that, he was like, His oh, course correction okay. was put it right into the chest. Yeah. yeah. He was number one on the team on uh, zone clears from Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no kidding. Whoa. And, and yeah, you just, again, I, I, I hate being a shoot it person, but when you have someone that's got that type of shot and that skill set, where it really is like that skill set for him is truly elite, like it's truly world class. Yeah. He, he does. He's just got it. You've got to just shoot your way out of it. And what's been the most frustrating for him and part of the reason why you're so happy to see one go in for him tonight is he's had opportunities it's not like we're asking him to like yeah, shoot you know shoot through bodies or you know take bad shots he's got chances where he's walking into scoring zones on yeah. the ice and is actively electing to to defer and and just he's a guy that you need to just put the puck on net one's gonna start you know they're gonna start going in for you he's a streaky guy you hope that a fluky one can maybe kind of Get him rolling because sure. yeah. he, he is very Jonas Donskoy, Matt Duchesne. Get the monkey off the back right, kind of thing. Where it's yeah. like when he's going, they're all going in. And when he's not, he's just clearing the puck. 
Yep. Has Don Squay scored yet? Nope. Unless he scored tonight or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah. So Berkey gets that monkey off his back. Landy gets the empty netter. Um, big. I had a good tweet about Landy scoring goals. That's all I'm going to say about he that. He found the G spot. He did. It took him longer than than we thought, but he got there. Did the thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is just a solid, well-rounded win. Yeah. To be honest, I like. Uh, my favorite part about this was the third period where they've got the lead, and, and they there just, was no panic. There, yeah. there wasn't. There wasn't panic. There wasn't over enthusiasm. They didn't make a ton of mistakes. They didn't. They didn't put themselves in bad spots. They didn't completely stop playing. They didn't gear it down at all. They it just stuck with steady. what they were doing. Yeah. They just kept just kept on going. Just kept on going, and that's why that's why when you go and you look at the numbers and like score effects never kicked in because they just never. They just didn't let their just, foot off the gas. Right. Yeah. Like they just kept. They just kept going. You talk about playing a 60-minute game. Like This is as close as you actually are going to get yeah. to a team playing a 60-minute game where they, you know, it was 0-0 after the first period, but they had the lion's share of chances. They they looked like the better team for decent portions of that period. But even when they didn't, it wasn't like they were just hanging on for dear life. And it wasn't like they escaped the first period 0-0. It just was 0-0. It's just how it went, you know? It was it was just really it was just such a solid all around win and like you put it in the con yeah Montreal's bad but you can only beat who you play True. you know and and you got to stop at some point there's got to be a, a a time where we stop either not apologizing for but you know the, throwing in the caveat that man, that team's not very good look. Now that we're back to our regular schedule, every team plays each other at least twice. Right. So right. you don't really have that excuse anymore of, oh, you get yeah. all the easy teams. Yeah. Everybody's going to play everybody. And, like, Colorado's schedule in November was light. For sure. And it's, you know, the you look at they've played two games in December. Uh, they play one of the NHL's hottest teams in Toronto. And one of the worst. And get shelled. And then play one of the teams the struggling the most, team, yeah. and come out with a pretty impressive and you know easyish win. But it, this is, you know, this was just. It's funny to compare it to last night's game because you, the goal, the goal that never happened tonight is the huge one. Yep, you know, is the key to that game because you look at uh, we talked about that fourth Toronto goal last night. Yep, how it just ended the game, just changed yep. the game. And tonight, that goal just doesn't happen, and the Avs' momentum just carries them through the end. And that's, what, a, what a huge boon it is that the goaltending just does its thing. you got to take away that positive in the third period, what you were talking about, where yeah. they never let him back into the game. And that's no. something that the Avs have been doing yeah. this and, year, and they, right? They're not goals, good in the third Zero period. goals against, giving yeah. up in the third period. Even they've gotten out of some games where they had, yeah. you know, they had a 7 nothing lead against Seattle and finished 7-3. to three. Yep. You know, like getting out of, getting out of some of these games... You know, even even the really weird like Matt Duchesne goal against Nashville, yeah. it didn't matter. Nobody, no, like it was only. It, it did matter. It, it was, mattered to Matt Duchesne. It was only. <laughs> it was only annoying because it was it was because who scored it? We are we are just like, Ugh. but it like like it doesn't. But they but, 
stupid stuff get, like that is how a uh, reputation gets. Well, yeah, and it's like, and it's how a team starts to be. You know, it gets in its own head a little yeah. bit, and like throwing up a clean sheet in a third period is a really, really, really nice way to be. Absolutely it's good. It's good clean living. It needs to be kind of the habits that they lean into. And obviously, like, okay, you wish you played Montreal and had a two goal lead every night, you know, going sure, into the third period. But, but you gotta like they had a they had two one lead, they built it into three one, and then they just shut the door. And I think that's my biggest takeaway from tonight is that they played kind of the game that they should be playing. Yeah. The one you've been kind of waiting to see them really and not a game where they run away with it. Right. Or- nonsense is happening and you win a game 7-5. No, this is a 4-1 win is a solid hockey game win. 4-1 with an empty net. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 3-1. Right, it's it's really a 3-1 game. game. It's based in reality in a league that two months from now scoring is going to be 3-2 every freaking game. Yeah. Because it happens every year. For the record, apparently Bednar said after the game that it sounds like it's a head injury for Darcy Kemper. So he like tripped and so concussed had, uh, himself or something. WWF at the hotel. Puck to the head would be my guess. Ooh yeah. Was it an on ice thing? I I guess he probably didn't. Specify. <laughs> I don't, I don't well, know. If it's a puck to the head. I hope well, it's he on ice. <laughs> so he said that he he said that he did media, and then thirty minutes after media ended, which media takes place tenish after well, during morning skate after morning skate, depending on the setup. It, Happens so during like, morning skate. Probably yeah. developed a migraine so, after the fact or yeah, something. And so, yeah, and he no. said 30 minutes after he was informed that there was an issue with Kemper. And so you're you're talking about something that was not immediate because yeah. he yeah. got off the ice. Kemper got off the ice. Bedner got off the ice. Went and did media, Everybody yeah. was under the assumption that Tarsi Kemper was still starting. Right. He does media 30 minutes after that is when there's he's informed that there's a problem. I have no idea what that is. If he gets a puck, I his, mean, if he gets a puck to, puck the, head, to the head, some, yeah. I mean, he yeah. he could have just banged his head on his locker. Nobody like, knows. Uh, you have no idea what that could Went be. Full the, Goldberg. The quote from Bednar said he said it for both Kemper and Byron. He said it could be two days. It could be a month. Yeah, so concussions. Got it. Yep. Uh, okay. Avs go eight and two in this ten game stretch that we like to use officially now. Yeah. Knocked it out the park. You start what the next was, so four, five, and one. Four, five, and one, eight, and, and then two. eight and two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, good. You start your next ten game segment. Three games on the road: Ottawa, Philly, New York. Avs got to get two out of three here. Well, that gives you a three-two road trip. Yep. And really, if you get the next two, then you get a free. You live in New with York. whatever yeah. happens in New York, yeah. right? Where you, if you get the win and you're four one, and you're feeling fucking, you're great. loving life. Yeah. You're loving life. You get to, you you go one and one of the next two games, and you, you gotta know, win you're you're feeling good, but you really like you want to close the Rangers game. Really yeah. changes how you look at that trip. Yep. So okay. I yeah I I think it's focus on Ottawa. Obviously, um, I I can't imagine that. Johansson doesn't get that net after tonight, and unless Kemper's see, what's, magically healthy, what's yeah. Hilarious is I could see them going to Anna on Saturday. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, I could, totally could. I, from a fatigue standpoint, because you keep in mind JoJo played two games last week because Kemper, right. because of the skate nonsense. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the back to back. Yeah. So, and then he gets he gets the back to back tonight. You're right that there there could be a good reason. They could just say, "Hey, 
Ottawa's the weakest of these three opponents yeah. that we have coming up. We'll take our chances with the kid in Ottawa. Especially after, like, okay, the team feels better now. The team went out and had a nice game. Yeah. You're not, you know, kind of like what you're just talking about with the New York game. You're not sitting there because, honestly, the Avs had to win this game. Yep. You it had really, to have this it game. Really, it really, really, really I, helps yeah. build the rest yeah. of the road yeah. trip without feeling a lot of pressure. I don't think they had to win it, but, yeah, it, it would have felt pretty bad. If Boy, they, it makes it, it a it, lot easier to have yeah. a good road trip And, and I mostly mean that in terms of kind of like what you were just talking yeah. about with the New York game. If you win the next two, the New York game's kind of like, eh, we'd like you, to win, but you know, if you play a good game. Your scheduled loss on a five-game road trip is always – the fifth game. Yeah. yeah. And and so tonight was one where it's like, okay, cool. Now you get to head into these last three. You're one and one. Um, so I, I actually – and you're playing against a somehow a weaker opponent than Montreal. <laughs> and, and I could. I could see them giving Annan in that game and then, you know, kind of giving JoJo the sandwich of two and two. And that also gives it where, okay, you give Johansson another night off. Maybe he plays in Philly, and then maybe Kemper is back for New York. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's look, I mean, look, if you're not going to play Annan against Montreal or Ottawa, you're never going to play him. That's yeah. just – that's reality that I think you're living in. So you'd want him to get the start in one of those two games. Yeah. In terms yeah, well, of like, if you want to see him at all, like is this, right, is it right. or is he just here as insurance and it's like um, no, we're gonna I mean, ride I, JoJo. I think right now you're we're leaving out the X factor that is Pavel Francouz's yeah. conditioning. Yeah, definitely true. He could if be he back. plays if he plays both games in the AHL, he plays well and looks good. He could easily he could join them in Wednesday, Philly, yeah. Oh, yeah, and 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 either get the Flyers or the Rangers game, yeah, and be back and like that's you know. Whatever, whatever Kemper status is going to be a day-to-day thing. Welcome back, Frankie. Here's New York. Have fun. <laughs> Honestly, the, the... Who, the Rangers? <laughs> Kemper, or Kemper, Fran- Franco's really is wow, going to... just riding them off, huh? Fuck the Rangers. <laughs> Go Islanders. Uh, really is like that. That could be... Pablo Franco's, and I know it's a huge question mark. The dude hasn't played in two seasons. I get it. I know. I get it. But if he can come back and and you expect a little bit of rust, but even be close to somewhat of that form he was in a few years ago, that is all this team needs as I you're mean, kind of in a holding pattern really, waiting for Kemper. There really shouldn't even be rust, right? That's what the conditioning stands for. Right, 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 right. Um, you're playing both of the game. You're probably playing both of those the, games. The caliber mm-hmm. of shots is a little bit different. And it is. But yeah, but it's it's getting game speed and, and yeah, getting back sure, to sure. a competitive environment because yeah. – Half of you know two halves of preseason games two months ago. You know, <laughs> it's really just face some shots and then we'll throw you in because at yeah. some point you got to get him back into a game and be like, right. "Good luck, dude." Like, yeah. we gave you a two-year deal. Yeah, can we start getting some return yeah. on it? We're not going to say break anything? a leg because <laughs> straight up. Yeah, uh, we don't want him to just keep cashing them checks. <laughs> but I, I think the I. I the only other situation in which I could see um, where I could maybe see them being more comfortable playing Annan if you're not going to stick them on a road trip or, to your point, you're not going to put them against two of the weakest teams in the league would be at home where you have a little bit more control over your matchups. I could see them maybe being, you know, if they want to say, well, we want to see what he looks like, but I'd really prefer that in a more controlled environment. Um, but I, I really do. I think Saturday is a good opportunity to get a look at him 
Um, get JoJo a day off, knowing juice, that juice, 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 yeah, juice, juice, juice. <laughs> you might have to ride him for these last couple games of the yeah. of the road trip. After that, uh, I think Saturday oh, would actually be. Uh, I think that game's a good candidate for well, then beyond the road trip. If you know if Kemper day to day doesn't play, whatever, you're staring down the barrel of a. They have 14 more games this month, and you don't yeah. know when. You have your your only extended day of break it's the Christmas. rest of this month. Yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah. So you're not anywhere close to that. You you're gonna have to get good performances here out of Johansson, Ananen, and Frankie. Yeah. Those are all just that's just gonna have to happen if Kemper remains on the shelf. That's uh, a big ass elf. One one final topic here. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon. Did not yeah. put one in tonight. Mm. Looked, I thought looked dangerous and I was thought so really too. engaged. He had, and he had that bomb of a one timer on the power play. Just didn't which find is a net, well, like that's yeah. a great look. Yeah. That was a really good power play. It was frustrating that they didn't score because yeah. you're like, they've scored on some bullshit power plays before. <laughs> that, when they when when you generate like that, you're like, come on, just reward these dudes. That bumper pass that they were doing, we were talking about it during the power play. It was the bumper pass from me like, to AJ. Yeah, one <laughs> three feet away. It's like, you're not changing the Goalie angel. Goalie doesn't even move and he's yeah. still square. So I guess the biggest thing that I have that I don't like about that is that it's thrown with velocity. Yeah. And so he, so the velocity that he passes it with takes away from the velocity Kadri can shoot it with. Yeah. Because he's got to, he's, he's got to get gotta the like stick through quicker. It, yeah. uh, and so if he takes just a, just a little <laughs> just a couple miles an hour off that thing because it was not a soft pass. Yeah. You know, throw throw just a little air under it and like, jeez, man, they like were just, it's so, just yeah. It, it's it's and and you're right. It doesn't change any angle. It doesn't it like it's taking what the defense is giving you, but they're giving you that because they're okay with that being the shot that you take. <laughs> yeah. They would much rather Nazem Kadri take that shot than have McKinnon, Makar, or Rantanen. Do anything. Well, and when you use that bumper, either going from low to the middle, or if there's more space there, then yeah, you're creating movement, you're creating lanes. Literally, I mean, like I, I think there was two in a row where it was, you know, maybe <laughs> one just of beyond. Yeah, me to AJ. Yeah. The, one, so one other thing I want to ask real quick, knowing that it's a head issue, it sounds like a concussion issue. Does this quiet the narrative of Darcy Kemper's injury? No, because uh, n no, like, and it's it, I'm being it, I'm being dead it, serious. Like, quiet it, no, but it's also like his injury prone issues. It was like yeah. like a knee. And, it's not right, a, it's right, right. not a recurring. He's thing. not yeah. having like this is a. So like him getting a concussion often, how, isn't what we were worried about when they went out. How often do you how often do you think about a goaltender getting a suffering concussion symptoms? I'm, I hate to taking, say this from taking a shot to the head. Like, do you know who I'm going to say? Like, and and it's when you're comparing it to this current situation, it's the worst case scenario. Jonas Hiller in the All Star yeah, game. I mean, literally ended his career. Uh, yeah, you're you're you've come up with how many and how many goaltenders? No, 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 have, no but, but I'm saying that's the one like, I can think of. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying is that how many goaltenders get hit with shots in the mask or whatever? And they're and, totally fine. And like you see them, they're always mad about it in practice, and they're always but they're not concussed either. Yeah. Right, like it's just a thing, like. Concussions are bad luck. If you know anything about concussions at all, you know that they are bad luck. It's not, not like a they trainer bring you thing. bad luck. It's but, not yeah. like a but it's like it's bad luck because your brain rattles around in your head when it takes contact 
And sometimes it's fine, and other times it's not. You can't, there isn't a, there isn't a thing that's right. not like a, you know, it's not, it's not like a, oh, you're more prone to this, or you're less prone to yeah. this, or you're, you know, that guy's stouter than that guy. It's a matter of, did you just get lucky? And I know that people hate that the <laughs> world sometimes rests on the fate of something nope, completely out of anybody's control. It'll be like that sometimes. But when it comes yeah. to just luck, like, what do you want a, a staff to do? Like, there were people in my mentions who were like, I think this is the end of Bo and Byram's career. Yeah, okay. Like, remember remember Whoa. when Sidney Crosby like, missed two full and seasons? And came back as and the did, best player. And, yeah. and like, did yeah. everything imaginable before he had started having that kind of conversation? Like, you're a, we're a long way away from that because Bo and Byram feels a you know, was feeling some after effects, uh, you know, a week later, a week and a half, two weeks later. Like, it's definitely a concern. You worry about it. But you also look at a guy like Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson's had a really bad problem all of last season. It carried on into the summer. It, it was bad enough that it, it, the Avalanche would not have ever been able to buy him out because he couldn't have passed his physical. Yep. And so, like, this was a thing that lingered into the summer. And then as the season got ready to get going... Cleared up, got better. The ads got the ads got lucky that it got better, and that he wasn't just hanging out, not you know, I, not being able to participate or play, and that that six million dollars went not, to nothing. Yeah, like you know, like there's there are degrees to this, of course, and I, and it's just it, it's so random, and it drives me crazy to watch people try and draw strong conclusions when it's like this is the one injury that there's no timeline, there's no telling, we have no idea. Connor Timmons missed an entire season and was has has pretty much been fine ever since. He's had other injury issues that have really that have that have since plagued him. Feel but like with the concussion stuff, like he's been good in that area since then. And it's it's totally random, man. It's yeah. it is literally just a luck of the draw. It's, and it, you look at it's both sides of the the coin, right? With a concussion, you're not good until you are, and. You are good until you're not. And it, yeah. That's it. That's the end of the story. There's right. no... And with, like, We haven't advanced enough as humanity to, to like, mark it better than that. And, and knee injuries and, oh, this yeah. guy has shoulder surgery. Like, there's, well, a, there's, there's all these things that are predictable. You know, there was a lot of people uh, trying to act like, oh, this was an inevitable thing today on online that, <laughs> that Darcy Kemper would get a concussion symptom from taking a shot to the mask. When he hasn't had concussion problems in his career. Right. And that, well, and and then that the, Frankie the, would yeah, have an dude. ankle problem because he had hip surgery that he would get his skate caught in the net in the preseason <laughs> and end up and end up with an ankle problem where he had to miss the first two months of the season. Like, it, this that was, was predictable. That was my favorite stuff. As well. It's like, what the fuck did you think they were going to do? They were already, like, in terms of Frankie, they, he was already under contract. Right, he was under contract, and he was good to go. Like, he yeah. was he was good to go. He, he was cleared. He played an entire preseason <laughs> right. and, and already. And, and <laughs> all the people that were like, they had two incredibly injury-prone goalies. And and I was like, Frankie has never had injury problems in his career. And someone was like, oh, yeah, 30 games. It's like, oh, yeah, he just started playing two seasons ago. You're right, I did forget. <laughs> I want to close this out here, but Dumb. three things to talk about. First of all, talking about injuries, insane that tonight was only Eric Johnson's 800th NHL game. Yeah, for as long as he's been in I'm the league, I'm pretty. I'm I'm not a hundred percent on this, but it's somewhere right around Eric Johnson has only played roughly 64 yeah, percent of the games. Crazy uh, that he has been in Colorado. For, yeah. yeah. Since getting to the Avalanche, he's only played about 64% of their games. We got a super chat here. 
Donald says, I believe Bo will be back okay, the he, though he though young. He young. Got it. <laughs> I would rather he gets the rest. Of course. Well, so. and the thing is, like, is that we don't know the rest that he needs. Right. Yeah, it's a totally, it's a moving target. The dude could genuinely he wake up tomorrow and be fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. We, Remember that first knows. game back where he looked all world Dominant. again? yeah. And then yesterday he was horrible, and today he wakes up and he's got he's got symptoms and some problems? Like He practiced the day after he took that yeah. initial elbow yeah. to the head. He was right. at practice, joking around, flying around. In a, in a full contact jersey. Yeah. The rest that he needs changes ever basically every day. And the Avalanche are smart enough the one to they have handled concussions about as well as you could ask a team to handle them. All right, final thing. 20 games in, Avs are 12-7 and 1, third place in the Central with 3 games in hand on everyone ahead of them. Uh how many how many raw points back from first? 2 points back from second. Eight points back from first. Is that Minnesota? Yes. Minnesota's on a tear. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota's been super legit. Yeah, Would you take just... this spot on opening night? Yes. Twenty games in. Yes. yes. Yeah. Not yep. knowing not knowing how it got made right. at all. Not yeah. knowing with all the injuries. Not knowing with all the chaotic bullshit that they've had to put up with. Absolutely. Okay. You're I would have been you're in the playoff hunt, right? I would have been I would have been a you're mild disappointment. Because yeah. say fourteen, five and one, and I'm like, you're fucking rocking. One or two wins more. Like, you're is, rocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really the Columbus games. If they if you flip the result of the Columbus games, it's an A plus start to the season. You're you're fine. We yeah. gotta end the pod chat. My teeth hurt. I'm sorry, but I can't uh, believe you're doing this. Yeah. Good good <laughs> on you, by the way. We talk a lot about hockey toughness. Ruder had three wisdom teeth yanked out of his head today and I don't wanna up. hear it, man. I don't I don't wanna hear any whining about it. I told him to stay home. <laughs> yeah. I told him that hey, stay home. This is exactly why we hired Jesse is so that we could get through nights like this and not have it be a problem. I, I brokered a deal you probably won't see me on tomorrow's show, but you can see Megan talk about Sampa Ranta instead, so that's good. Uh and Frankie. Yeah, Frankie yeah. too. That's right. I forgot. Uh anyway. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. Uh, we love all y'all. Be sure to like and subscribe here on YouTube and get notified every time we go live. Oh yeah, we didn't do winter shots. I ain't doing winter shots. Uh, yeah. Show's over. It's, it's all the I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, somebody mentioned it in chat, and I, yeah. you know, I just forgot all about it. My wisdom teeth come in clutch. Or I can't drink tonight. I saved um, all of you. You're welcome. Thank you. We'll see you on the next one, chat. <laughs> just Until then, two rounds on Saturday. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>